Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast today. We're going to be asking the question if you uh, ducked and covered. Before we do that, though, let's talk about your mail. We all know that uh, getting offers in the hands of people with land that you want to buy is crucial to the success of our business. And there's no better or cheaper way to do that than rocket print mail. Justin and I both run our businesses on it and couldn't be happier. It's quick, easy, and by far the most effective way to get your letters out. So go check them out at rocketprintmail.com forward slash casual Fridays. Happy Friday, sir. Happy Friday. Man, uh, did you duck and cover it? Almost sounds like that was a tornado drill last week where we were witnessing the crash. I don't know if that was – maybe we, anybody was going to get that or not. <laughs> wait, wait. The, 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 get the title? Yeah, because it kind of – it doesn't it, – it, as the more and more we say it, I'm like, it makes sense to me, but I don't know if anybody else is going to catch that in their head that last week we sounded <laughs> the alarm. This week, did you, did you get down and do what you were supposed to do? Did you follow the drill? Gotcha. Yeah, I think drill is maybe because duck and cover is a drill. It's a drill that we did yeah. in elementary school. We yeah. I, we did in Texas. I don't know. Maybe they don't do that in New York or you know California because I don't think they have tornadoes. Yeah, I don't know. I bet they do an earthquake drill. Yeah, I don't know. We did a drive-by drill in middle school. <laughs> Welcome to Como. <laughs> yeah, uh, and actually, that at that middle school, someone got arrested with a gun yesterday. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Times yeah. times times are weird. <laughs> times are weird. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's an important topic because a lot of people were asking about last week's show. Yeah. I don't know if we introduced more fear than necessary or if we just made people like, oh, wait. Yeah, pump the brakes. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it wasn't, I don't think the idea for me wasn't fear mongering. It was more of a, hey, ta-, it's kind of like if you drift off while you're driving and you tap the brakes and it just gets you that wide eye alert so you're back to paying attention. Because mm-hmm. I think we all go through the years, it, multiple years of this, and we just have stuff just doing what it's doing because that's the way we had it, not because it was intended to be the most optimized thing for our business. And I think this is always a good time. Beginning year typically is a good time to go back and look and optimize, especially when you're doing taxes, because there's always stuff that's glaring to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I know I did some things. I don't know if I did it intentionally, or maybe I did because it was in the back of my mind. Okay. You know, but I went back through like all the books. Like when you came in today, that's what I was doing. I'm like going through all the books. I'm updating all the numbers. I'm doing everything to kind of really know exactly where yeah. everybody is and where everything is. So it took you a week to do the drill. <laughs> well, it was there. Okay. I mean, it just, it, it was in the subconscious that came up, you know? Yeah. So. I like it. I like it. And that's one of the things for me was going through the different businesses and I kept looking at my freaking wire fees. And so they're always, every time I go into the bank to do a wire when it's out, cause I can do it from my computer under sub a hundred thousand, anything over a hundred I have to go into the bank. So every time I go in, they're like, Oh yeah, we can, we can change your account a little bit. And this account's been open since 2016 and it's cost me $30. It's got, basically cost me $45 to deal because money goes out for the deal. Wire comes back in. It's 45 bucks total round trip for the wire out 30 out 15 in. And you had to have a minute. And I didn't set it up that way from the beginning to get free wires because I didn't honestly know if I was going to keep a $10,000 minimum balance. I, I didn't have faith in myself in 2016. And so I'd never changed it, but going through taxes this year between all the companies, the wire fees in and out, it's over two grand. And that's huge, right? Yeah, yeah. Finances are a lot different now, though. You know, 2016. Yeah, we're buying thousand dollar properties. Yeah, you know, you could have bought ten of them with ten grand back then. So yeah. that was probably a pretty 
good amount to have in the account when you're first getting started. Yeah, when <laughs> I when we started, I put twenty into the account, but the idea was that twenty was going out. Yeah, like it wasn't yeah, going to yeah. sit there. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, um, but now you just like. I think your toilet paper roll has ten grand bills, ten thousand dollar bills on it. That's what we we wipe our asses with that, just like it's fun and it's double ply because we put two of them together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's double ply because I mean, who wants rough toilet paper? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you probably run the bills through the dryer beforehand, and then your maid irons them out, gets them nice, yeah, rolls it for you. You you've got that nailed down. (laughs) But it's uh, it's funny that you know we bring that up and then we go through these things and. Well, sometimes it does, it, it can entice some fear. That's a good thing. It should. It mm-hmm. should make you go, oh, shit. Because anytime I hit the brakes on the freeway when I'm going, I've drifted off, my heart beats a little bit. You, you, <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. You go, talking about. Yeah. And you have yeah. that little jump. And that's what you, we wanted that. That's what we wanted for you. Now, are we saying it's doom and gloom? Not saying that at all. Saying that you need to have a good hold of where you're at. It's kind of, and I know you ride motorcycles, so you know this. It's kind of like when you're going in the middle and you're just kind of drifting off and you're on your motorcycle and you just tap the brake a little bit just to get the bike to sit to settle a little bit. It's not you're not one to stop, you're just getting the bike to settle and be straight up and down for you. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, truth be told, we don't know if a recession's coming. We don't know what's happening, but people are talking about it. Yeah. So you're going to do yourself a disservice if you don't like at least prepare for it. Yeah. And you know, if it happens, then you're prepared. If it doesn't happen, well you're I mean you're good. You're good to go. 100%. 100%. I know what I'm seeing right now is I'm having people calling me back that we told no on deals, "Hey, if you're still interested, I'm still interested in selling. So I can see and sense that we have people out there that are wanting to get this land out of their pocket and put cash in the bank and, and have that kind of hoarded up. And so we've kind of been on a buying spree the last couple of weeks, just taking great assets, making our numbers. Hey, this is what I wanted at and putting the money there. And I and we continue to do that. And I, I want to throw this at you. Mr. Beast, you know who he is, YouTube star? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I know who he is. I don't know if everyone listening Okay, Mr. Beast is a 24-year-old kid that started YouTube, and he does a lot of, like, giveaway. Like, hey, you come do this, I'll give you 10 grand. You can dribble basketballs. You're going to jump in a thing of, I don't know, uh, what are yeah, those yeah, things yeah. called? Those, uh, I was going to call them Furbies, but they're not Furbies. They're like the little gel things that they pour in. That's a trash yeah. bag of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll do, like, um, you said uh, Orbeez? Uh, Peyton, or, or, or Peyton's our studio audience today, <laughs> and she says they're Orbeez. And y'all get to meet Peyton soon enough. She said she was too busy to jump on the show today. Mm-hmm. I think she's uh, she's bright red right now. Do you yeah. see it? I can't see her, but she's purposely not looking <laughs> over here. <laughs> but, yeah, that was my idea to have her on the show today, and she was so brave about it last week. Now She she backed up quick, huh? Uh, yeah. She's, yeah, but Mr. Beast does these videos where all he does is just give all his money away. Yeah. That's his whole thing. He mm-hmm. does a video – to give everything one one of them he like bought a house he remodeled it he put an open house sign on it the first person that walked in he gave him the house yeah that's <laughs> I, i've seen the one where he made people park into circles and as many cars as they could oh, fit yeah. in the circle yeah. they could keep yeah. and they thought i just got to get one in there. he's like no nah, it's got a belly he's like oh and they're helping them get into the mm-hmm. circle so this guy does a lot of good for people and he's branched that off he got offered a billion dollars for his youtube channels mm-hmm. and everybody praised him for saying no like he was the smartest guy in the world. What well, and and I and I've heard the Ryan Panetta and who is that other guy? He's older. I think he's Persian. Um, he's very well, very yeah, well speaking. Always wears a suit. Yes, always yeah. wears a suit. Super, but he and he's like, yo, no, he's perfectly fine. He he did that. He he shouldn't have taken the money. And I don't get it. I understand they put a valuation on the company. They look at how many viewers he has, what the ad spend against the Super Bowl ad would have been for that amount of viewers, and what his advertising ratio brings in. And they they think his company's probably worth closer to ten billion dollars. At twenty four, that's insane. At twenty four, but if you at twenty four years old, if they give you a billion dollars, are you smart not to take it? 
I think it depends on the person because he de- obviously does not care about extravagant things. He gives yeah. away every dollar he makes. Agreed. And he has enough money to last him currently for the rest of his life. Okay. Because of the way he lives. I heard him say this. Right? Yeah. And so when you don't care about money. Yeah. Does a billion dollars matter to you? Like he probably, he's probably got set aside, I don't know, millions of dollars yeah. right, in his account so he can keep living how he's going to live. But outside of that, every video is, gener- every video he puts out there and all his other companies are generating uh-huh. millions of dollars a day. Uh-huh. He doesn't care. I a billion dollars. I, 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 me personally, just think that that's he's making a mistake. But what's he gonna do once he gets that money? He could still do the same thing. Well, how if he sells the? Are they gonna keep him on? No, he doesn't have to do it in front of the camera. Oh, you, oh okay. if if you're a true philanthropist and you really want to help change the world, somebody gives you a billion dollars, and let's just say it makes three percent interest or four percent interest. What is that a year? Thirty million a year. Off a billion? Sure, yeah. Okay, so you... And that's conservative. We know you can do better than that, but let's just say he's making $30 million a year passively. He could give away a million dollars a month to people and still have $18 million. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably a part of it, though, where he's like, I'm Mr. Beast, you know? He's, he's 24, and he's probably the most, pop, so, he's the most, the most popular YouTuber. There's, so, a, there's and, an eco part. And, and, and I agree with that, and that's probably... And that's where... So everybody's like, oh, no, he does this good. He's this good guy. He does this. No, his brand has a value to it. it. It definitely does. There's a viewership that happens. That's why they're offering the money because if I have his viewership and nobody knows it changed names, then I can manipulate the masses with that. That's what advertising does. It's marketing machine. So that's, it's, it becomes its own network. I mean, you think about the Super Bowl and what they pay to have 100 million people look at it. He's not making near, he, he's not making near that, but he generates it passively off of all those videos at collectively at one time. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he made a mistake. And, I, and I, I would say that if you're truly the philanthropist that you say you are and you want to give it all away, you would have plenty of money to give and many lives you could affect positively and still live forever. Yeah. Or not, I say not live forever, but live yeah, financially yeah. free yeah. for your time here on earth. His legacy made. His, his legacy free, would yeah. be, his legacy would still be made. Yeah. Um, maybe he's just holding out for like $5 billion. If, his, so. if his company's worth ten. Well, that's and that's the that's the valuation that, that that guy and Ryan were trying to talk about, and I I I think that you you hit the nail on the head. And you said there's probably a little bit of ego in there. I mean, you can you imagine at 24? If somebody said, "Hey, your your <laughs> YouTube channel that you created with just cell phones and you know just uploading this stuff and learning about thumbnails and doing this mm-hmm. is it that valuation worth a billion dollars?" I I can't imagine it. I you know, we've had conversations as we start looking into funds and crowdfunding and things like that and what do exits look like in valuations and, you know, your mind opens up with all that and you start to play that, well, what if I do have a lottery ticket in my hand and I'm going to win it? And, you know, and you have a one in one million chance, you know, if Powerball gets to $900 million, we go buy a lottery ticket and we talk about the jets we're going to buy or what we would do for the rest of our life with mm-hmm. that. But talk about it when, when you look at your business and you go, okay, I have the potential here now to be a hundred million, to be worth a hundred million or ten million or twenty million, and your chances are so much better now. And that, with with the knowledge that we gain from this and 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 how to monetize multiple act uh, multiple avenues in it, but a billion dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen his videos though, where he's not giving money away, and it's just like this is a video where I'm just going to spend an insane amount of money on me and my friends, mm-hmm. and he just doesn't ever seem like to enjoy the crazy stuff that's going on. Like there was, yeah. there was one recently where, um, cause I stayed in the cheapest hotel in the world to the most expensive world in the ho- okay. hotel room in the world. 
And like, you know, one of them, I don't remember, it was $4 a night or something. He had to sleep on the floor. Yeah. And to one, to the most expensive was he paid a million dollars a night for it. Wow. And he was just like, yeah, this is whatever. It's, it's cool. You it's know, cool. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, again, with, with the doom and gloom that we see in the, in the, in the world that's coming back. And I tie this all together. Doom and gloom come in. Do you make a mistake? Not just taking a billion now and living the rest of your life doing yeah. what you love. And maybe he loves it so much. It doesn't care. The money's a byproduct at this point. But I think it's hard to really say and have that honest conversation when somebody has put a valuation on you that seems like a lot. It seems like a good thing. But what's it really worth? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know the right answer. I'm not trying to argue one way or the other, but um, you never know. He sells it for a billion dollars. He puts it into a fund and the fund's run by Bernie Madoff. And now he has nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I think I would hope if maybe the financial literature, maybe it's it's you spread it out a bunch of months of stuff. And again, I don't know. But I don't think three percent is very hard to get right now. Uh, so, and and that's thirty million a year. I'd be okay. Yeah, I could I could live off that. Yeah, I think I could live all right off that. I could go three ply ten thousand dollar bill toilet paper. <laughs> uh, so, well, cool, man. I think that's a. I think a the the first thing it kind of sparked some emotion last year. Um, you know, we uh, we sparked some emotion or last week, in in having those guys do that drill because we do it ourselves. Like you said, you were going through yours today. We've gone through mine and looking at how we can manipulate some stuff, but then B, you know, it's not to, it's not really to, this is more of a practice than be ready versus a, oh my God, the world's ending. Yeah. I agree. Cool. Cool. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good time to stop. So since the vacuum just started. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear that, but, um, all right guys, that's it then. Uh, as always do us a favor, go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, just like, follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.